This, this is Inside Purple and Gold. The personnel thing is definitely something that popped up in my head throughout watching guys drop off or pull their names out of the running, right? Like it, it seemed like all of these candidates who who were worthy of, of becoming the defensive coordinator, choosing not to be the defensive coordinator of the Vikings or choosing not to, to put themselves in the running any longer. To your point, had everything to do with, well, why would I want to work with this group of players? Um, you know, why would I want to work with a franchise that Ed Donatel had his warts for sure. Yeah. But also became a scapegoat, right? Like mm-hmm. that's what my mind went to when, when you see guys kind of dropping out of, uh, out of the canvas, which is why uh, another big reason the higher up Flores was so, you know, immense and you know as far as magnitude goes he's look he's not going to fix all of the personnel problems but the fact that he's willing to come here i i think speaks to like the idea that okay maybe the maybe the personnel is not as bad as as we thought or maybe this mm-hmm. guy can can get more out of you know certain players than than donatel did there is something about that too like <clears throat> donatel had his warts. Donatel was working with the defensive players that were given to him, but Donatel wasn't getting the best out of these players. No, um, not by any means. And, and you could argue it at certain points, he was getting the worst out of the players. Um, you look at a guy like Harrison Smith, like, is he old? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is he past his prime? Probably. But Harrison Smith thrived on, you know, hiding what he was doing pre-snap and, and then doing it kind of instinctually. Um, reacting in, in, in that sense. And, and Donatel's defense really just had Harrison Smith playing center field a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of waiting for plays to come to him rather than, than making things happen. So I look at a guy like Harrison Smith and I look at, at Brian Flores, who I'm not going to pretend to know all the intricacies of his defense, but I know he sends a lot of pressure and I know he, he disguises a lot of his scheme. Um, just your brain would say, well, Harrison Smith's going to look a heck of a lot better in that scheme than he did in one that just sat back and waited for, for offenses to throw into them. So mm-hmm. I thought there, there was something about the personnel scaring off some of these candidates. Uh, but now that I, I, now that we know that Brian Flores is taking over, um, I can kind of turn my mind to like, okay, are, are there players that need to improve or are there, there, there groupings throughout the defense that need to get better? Absolutely. But this guy took the job knowing the people that were in place um, and, he, and he wasn't afraid of that. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing like one, how much the defense changes, but two, like how much he can get out of the players that, that maybe we think because of one bad season um, are kind of on the way out. Not going to pretend I know the X's and O's, but this is from Alec Lewis. who had it right up in the athletic. He said in 2021, so this is Flores' last year in Miami, his defense used six different fronts. Some featured three down linemen, others four. Um, uh, often had like uh, six secondary players on the field. So you got to imagine like Harrison Smith not only will play a role as kind of, it seemed like Donatel just leaned into him as the veteran. He's like, hey, things are going to break down in front of you because this defense is all messed up. You got to fix it. I think he's all, it, like Flores is going to go, hey, we're going to get you in the backfield and, and hit the quarterback. And then 
Um, the way the Dolphins deploy their defenders was the polar opposite of last year's Vikings. While Donatel's defense showed a too high safety shell look pre-snap, Flores' Dolphins defense ran in 2021 ranked dead last in the NFL in too high safety shell. So, like, you think back to that, like, the Eagles game, right, where they got exploited right away. Um, and uh, Troy Aikman was on the broadcast criticizing the shell defense from Donatel. Um, again, I felt like Donatel wouldn't say it, but he was basically like, look at our personnel. We have to play it safe. Like, I can't get too upset. If Jalen Hurts, who, by the way, like at that time, it felt like insulting that Jalen Hurts was playing that well, he is in the Super Bowl, right? You know what I mean? So, like, so, you know, we have to, perspective is important going all the way back to week two. But I think, you know, given Mike White also had a good game, Mac Jones, right? Like, I think, I think Flores is probably more likely to, while he'll see the faults in the players, probably disguise things, probably just lean into their strengths. Think of like Asimo's speed, right? He, assuming Caleb Evans is healthy enough to play, like he probably will have some trust in him. And then, you know, he's got to hope not only that Kwesi does a good job in the draft here to um, supplement what, what uh, the Vikings defense, but also like is, do you get a healthy booth and scene, right? Because those are supposed to be hard hitting impact players. And if you talk about all these, all the secondary on the field, I guess the assumption again, like Quasi's probably going to him going, we have something scene got hurt in London. It was a freak thing. He's going to be a good player. And with booth, he's probably going through his pre-draft evaluation. Right. And he's like, this is why I took a risk on us. I think it was a second round pick that really had like first round talent. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. Ultimately you're getting the polar opposite, right. But you're like, this works if, we're confident that the Vikings have something in their young players, because I just don't know. Again, if you look at Osamo and Kendricks, there's just a speed difference, right? You know, like um, Zadarius Smith had a lingering knee issue and you're always worried about his health, you know, think, think through all these kind of liabilities. Kwesi must've had a, an explanation for everything and, and kind of a solve for all these, at least that floor is bought into. For sure. Yeah. I, 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 I look at that picture that kind of circulated from, I think it was the shrine bowl, right? Where, where mm-hmm. it was, yeah. And, and I'm trying to, like, theorize what, what they were talking about. Um, it could yeah. be everything you just said. It could be just, like, you know, what's up? But, like, I yeah. do think there was some convincing involved. Like, hey, we have pieces here. Like, it might not see, seem like it, but, but we do. I also think, like, part of this, and, and you've kind of hammered this home throughout the last couple of weeks, is, like, maybe Flores just didn't want to go to Arizona. Like, yeah. maybe they told him no. Like, we don't know that. We don't know these details maybe they told him no and then that was enough um to kind of for him to, to say like okay i'll take the dc job with, with the vikings or maybe he looked at this as like a stable situation that can help him get his next coaching job right his next head coaching job but mm-hmm. brian flores is not with the minnesota vikings for long um if not next season within the next couple within the next few i believe he will be a head coach in the nfl <clears throat> right yeah this is like another step forward where he was an assistant coach last year working with the linebackers and kind of like a special defensive, you know, an extra defensive coordinator that didn't call plays with Mike Tom. Right. Yeah. That helped him kind of take one more step back up the ladder. Now he comes in and works with Kevin O'Connell. Kind of the, you know, if if Kevin O'Connell is this happy go lucky Mm -hmm. laid back California, cool guy, I think Brian Flores kind of fits into that to a degree, but he also brings a little bit more, I think, like sandpaper to like the coaching yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Like a little bit more, you know, discipline. That's not to imply Kevin O'Connell's not disciplined, but just the the growth yeah. that that Brian Flores kind of coaches with that we've seen complements Kevin O'Connell perfectly, I think. 
maybe he looked at Arizona as like this organization has not been stable ever. <laughs> the and, head coach is in the former head coach is in Thailand right now. Changed the whole franchise, drafted a new quarterback, came in yeah. off the streets, worked there for two and a half years, and then booked a one-way ticket to Thailand as he basically quit. So, yeah. uh, and the ownership's not much better. Um, you look at Patrick Peterson and, and obviously how how, how they treated him. Yeah. yeah, how he feels by that. Like, there's a lot of things in Arizona. Like, uh, it, it's hard because you you never know when your next head coaching job is going to pop up, right? Yeah. And if Brian Flores truly removed himself from the head coaching discussion, um, it's a risk because you never know if you're going to get another chance. But to that, you know, the opposite side of that coin, if you take the Arizona job, things go sideways because that's just a cluster of an organization over mm-hmm. there. And and you fail there, then, then you may never get another head coaching job. So if he comes to the Vikings, if he succeeds, if he's able to turn Another thing is they're the 31st team in total defense. Yeah. 32 teams in the league. It's not going to take much for him to show improvement, right? Yes. yes. He can take this group, show improvement. He's going to get looks elsewhere, um, probably in more attractive destinations at the end of the day. Um, I I think it was a home run hire for the Vikings, but I really think it's a good fit for Flores too, as he kind of tries to work his his way back up to being head coach. He took he took the I think the Dolphins defense was something like uh, 29th in the league when he took over the last two years he was there I think they were in the top 10 I mean like he's capable I again I don't know if the Vikings will be a top 10 you know but he should be capable enough to bridge the gap right the offense needs to give you a little more I think they have to be a 30 point per game offense uh, I know it was offense in general was depressed in the league but like there's talent and they're spending so much money on it it should be that you would think that he brings them closer kind of to, to halfway. I think the other thing is if you come up, right, it's his first job, Flores, was in New England, right? And if you come up, I think he was – I think that was 2008 to 18, right? You spend whatever that is, 10 years there, and then you go to the Dolphins, and you're like, oh, this is how, like, other football teams are run. And then you go to the Steelers, right, and the Steelers are kind of like – they're in that mix of, like, one of the best-run organizations. Obviously, Tomlin, I think, one of the best co- coaches in the league. Absolutely. Uh, I think this says something about – Flores that he may have improved his standards. It's a little hard because it's like the teams that aren't well run are the ones that constantly churn through uh, head coaching. Right. And it's like, it's hard to hard to jump aboard one of the better organizations. Right. But like um, this also says something about the Vikings. He is suing the league. Right. And has very serious allegations. And I think in some ways the Vikings are saying, Hey, we're buttoned up, man. We're doing things right. We're not paying people to lose, you know, all this stuff. And I think, you know, I do think the Wills aspire to be kind of an ownership group, kind of like what they have in Pittsburgh, right? Um, or what Kraft would be to uh, mm-hmm. to New England. So it's kind of kudos on both ends, right? That Flores kind of in some ways is endorsing the Vikings with this, and and the uh, um, and the you know like they're bringing him in despite this lawsuit and whatnot. And and we know like once Tomlin hired him, we knew he'd get another job, but like that was in limbo for a little bit. That was a bold move by Tomlin. It's something he'd do. So I don't know. I think that's a good sign for them. And maybe they're banking on like, there aren't going to be that many good head coaching jobs opening up. Right. And maybe that's where they think there's going to be some continuity at the very least. Like that's a first world problem. You're like, Hey, Flores was so good. He got hired. Be like, great. You kind of needed him to be because you had the 31st defense last year. So I don't really know how the Vikings lose in this situation now that they've made the hire.